Well, hello and welcome to this week's A Photographic Life. The world as we have created it is a process of our thinking. It cannot be changed without changing our thinking. Albert Einstein said that. I'm certainly not going to argue with him. I've been thinking about photography's ability to change its thinking recently. A pedant is a person who is excessively concerned with formalism, accuracy and precision, or one who makes an ostentatious and arrogant show of learning. To call someone pedantic is an insult used to describe someone who annoys others by correcting other small errors, caring too much about minor details or emphasising their own expertise, especially in some narrow or boring subject matter. Photography is not protected from the pedant. In fact, I could say that it is a natural breeding ground for the pedant. Its combination of technical, digital, chemical and physical-based processes provide many opportunities for the pedant to luxuriate. But of course, photography is also home to the free-thinking creative, the enemy of the pedant. Balance is required. Pedantry seems to be particularly prevalent amongst some older members of the photographic community, longing for days past. This is the difference between experience applied to the now and nostalgia railing against the present. This seems to be a particular problem when it comes to teaching photography. As Bob Dylan sang, things have changed. I've heard many stories of lecturers reliving the glory days of their pasts, smoking joints with students, getting drunk with students, and generally creating an atmosphere of collegiate learning through small, shall we say, shared experience. I say this as an art student in the 80s and working within magazines and newspapers in the 80s and 90s. I suggest that it was not appropriate then and that it is not appropriate now. I'm not a killjoy, but I hope I am professional as both a lecturer and a photographer. That was then, but it may also in some cases be now. The teacher stuck in the practice of teaching based in and on their experience studying as a student 20 or 30 years ago. When photography was taught in an analogue world and with a focus on analogue expertise. I still remember my lessons with Bill the Skill when I was at art school a dyed-in-the-wool technician who taught us to only sharpen a pencil with a knife, sandpaper and pencil. Sorry, I should say paper. A pencil sharpener was a satanic instrument to Bill. I remember Bill, but I do not teach his doctrine. In an interview with Professor David Bate in a a 2019 article, and David Bates himself, a lecturer in photography at the University of uh, Westminster, Bates makes a series of statements that reveal the importance of an ongoing dialogue with photographers outside of academia and suggests that this is not being undertaken by many educators today. He proposes that they're living off 20th century curriculum. We all are. I don't think there's the intellectual space, the institutional will, or maybe even the capacity to rethink it all. He continues with this theme by adding that if you look at photography courses, I don't see anywhere that specifically is heavily invested in new thinking. 
He concludes this damning review of photographic education in the UK in the 21st century by suggesting that maybe the problem for photography today is we are still thinking in terms of the 20th century. I think that is a problem. I agree. Photography does not need pedants, backward thinkers or silos of narrow-focused, outmoded, outdated thinking. Speaking of uh, embracing the new but forgetting what is important, we've seen competitions concerning baking, pottery, jewellery making, Lego building, sewing, interior design, makeup and flower arranging, and photography in the Sky TV flawed, in my opinion, Masters of Photography series. And now we have this. Renowned portrait photographer, filmmaker and dazed founder Rankin will act as lead mentor in a new BBC television series called the Great British Photography Challenge. Contestants on the show will be tutored by Rankin alongside celebrity guests and leading names from the creative world including presenter and photographer Chris Packham, documentarian Mariam Wahid, photographer Lamar Golding, actor Anna Friel and stylist Cheryl Conti. The four-part series will see the photographers respond creatively to a series of briefs with a winner chosen in the final episode. Anyway, that's what the press release says. Each episode will start with an on-the-spot challenge set by Rankin to respond to a brief in an hour using just a smartphone. Then the special guests will set challenges suited to their area of expertise across wildlife, fashion, documentary and street photography. The contestants have been selected through a nationwide search by the BBC and hail from across the country. Across the series, they will build and create a portfolio of their work to be revealed at an exhibition in the final episode from which the winner will be selected. Not much more to say about that, really. But what a shame that we can't have, as photographers, a programme as erudite, informed, democratic and creative as Grayson Perry's Art Club for Photography. No, we've slipped in to the competition reality TV spot. This week, we're going to do something slightly different by welcoming two photographers to explain to us what photography means to them. Two contributions that I felt and listened to them already, which is unusual for me, I know, but that they were very complementary to each other. So the first one is going to be from Belarusian-born Tatiana Chipsaneva, a documentary photographer currently based in Nelson, New Zealand. She's a member of Women Photograph and has been a multiple winner and finalist in the New Zealand Geographic Photographer of the Year Awards. In 2020, Chipsaneva was commissioned to create images by the Welcome Photography Prize, in which, alongside four other international photographers, she created a body of work for their COVID-19 anxiety project. Her images have been published and exhibited internationally. Just after Tatiana, we're going to hear from Esther Ruth Mubabazi, who was born in Uganda in 1995 and is now based in Kampala. Her documentary work explores changing conditions on the African continent with a focus on the social, physical and emotional aspects of daily life. 
Esther is a National Geographic Explorer, a Magnum Foundation Photography and Social Justice Fellow, and a contributor to Everyday Africa. She is one of six photographers in the 2020 cycle of the World Press Photo 6x6 Africa, and her work has received support with grants from the Pulitzer Centre, National Geographic Magnum Foundation, and the IWMF. My name is Tatiana Chipsanova. I'm a documentary photographer based in New Zealand. I have been lucky to be able to change my career and pursue photography in my middle thirties. I'm also a solo mom of the 13 years old. So looking at my personal work, you can see there are lots of photographs of children. Mostly they are the indigenous Maori children and mostly they're the projects I have been invited to by the family members. So it is quite special for me. I have been following one tribe here in New Zealand for the last 10 years and in 2014 I have been adopted by the old custom to the family and have been visiting and documenting their lives ever since. My best work is about my daughter's relationship with our adopted family. I'm also interested in stories about cultural reclamation and revitalization. I developed trust and relationship with the people I photograph. Everything is done with a consultation and often they are co-creators of my work. I am lucky I have been able to publish my personal work and it has definitely benefited me as a professional. It is not easy to be a documentary photographer and photojournalist these days. And it is even harder to have the access to the stories I cover. But for me, I like this challenge. Photography is a form of expression. I feel like um, with photography, one is able to document something that they actually connect with and then share it with a broader audience and other people will get to also connect with the same stories because I believe that visually, once you see something, you can't just unsee it, so you can't forget it. And um, I feel like things that leave a lasting impression on us are things that we usually uh, react to and act upon. So um, for me, photography is a way, it's a window into many people's lives and stories and experiences and also a way to be able to share or um, create and boost empathy within the different audiences that see our works because I believe that um, through photography we get to see stories from far away things that we otherwise might not 
get to interact with or experience, but then when someone documents that, photographs that, or creates an artistic project about um, a social issue and you see it, it gets to you and you will always think about that. And um, I guess in a way it helps us learn more about other people and also engage with the, with the world in a better in a better way. Thank you, Tatiana and Esther, for your contributions this week. Two photographers from very different cultural backgrounds, but recognising themes within photography that we've explored on previous podcasts. But I hope you agree with me. Really interesting to hear those two contributions side by side and uh, identify uh, some of those themes. As regular podcast listeners know, Bob Dylan is a touchstone for this podcast. And one of his uh, phrases that I love the most is the one that he used to use when uh, introducing his uh, radio theme time hour, Dreams, Themes and Schemes. While we try to have a few dreams, themes and schemes running through this podcast and uh, to help you also find out what we're doing on the website as well as on this podcast, I've introduced a newsletter, a new weekly newsletter, which has a lot of links to articles that we've run in the past, so archival material on the website to try and point you in that direction, and also to update you on new articles that we've put onto the website, I should say unitednationsofphotography.com, in the previous week, as well, of course, of reminding you that the new podcast is up and ready for you. So the way you can sign up for that new free, I should say, weekly newsletter is to go to getreview.co and by doing so, you can access the United Nations of Photography, UN of Photo uh, uh, website. (laughs) website. What am I talking about? Newsletter. Anyway, the other way you can do that is by looking at the website where this podcast is posted and there's a direct link to take you there also. You might also see us retweeting and tweeting about that newsletter on Twitter via UN of Photos. So lots of opportunity there to get in touch with us in different ways. In classic radio segue style, Talking about contact with us and contact with me, I suppose. In the past week, it was great fun to run a photo clinic on BBC Radio Gloucestershire. It's my local BBC radio station and uh, working with their uh, presenter, Faye Hatcher, last Saturday morning um, took an hour to take people's questions about photography. Interestingly enough, I suppose, they were mainly equipment-based. What's wrong with my lens? What lens do I need? And so forth. As, again, regular listeners know, for me, I'm more interested in the boat than I am in the hammer that made it. And I think that's probably the case with most of us. The camera is merely a tool, it's a means to an end. And it's why I never talk about cameras, although I have, I think, once or twice, that's it, over the last couple of years of this podcast. And it's also, I think, very interesting that none of the photographers who 
contribute to telling us what photography means to them, explain or talk about cameras, apart from the occasional one sort of telling us what camera they first had as a child, that emotional connection with a piece of equipment that started us on our journey. But nevertheless, the hobbyist does tend to focus very much on equipment with photography. I also saw a couple of pictures recently posted up on my local Facebook page. And again, the question was, great pictures, what camera, what lens was used? Well, as we know, this is of little importance. It's good to know the equipment you're using and how to handle it, but it is by no means the most important factor. So I'm hoping to, and I I will, be appearing again with the photo clinic over coming months on BBC Radio Gloucestershire, and I will be preaching the creed that photography is not about the camera that's in your hand. It's about the six inches of your head that sits behind the camera. Without subject matter, without life experience, what would we photograph? So that was an interesting uh, little thing to do. And uh, it seemed to go down well. And probably the first and last time I'm going to end up on a radio programme with Ashley Banjo. But uh, maybe that's a story for another time. Anyway, uh, this week we've covered a lot of ground and I hope you've enjoyed it. If you have, as always, please leave a review for us on iTunes, Spotify or wherever you listen to this podcast from. I hope everything's going well for you with COVID as we continue to come out of lockdown in the UK. Each week is closer to me getting a haircut. And thank goodness this is uh, audio only because you really don't need to see or want to see what a mess my hair is in. But anyway, whatever you're up to, whatever you're doing, however you're coping with the situation... Uh, It's something I was saying way before the COVID pandemic. It's something that's been really important over the last year, and it's something that will remain important in coming months. Just take care. (laughs) 